I'm Kat. And I'm Gabe. And we're the, the ghouls, ghouls Next Door. Talk about spooky stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what would you do? Okay. If every single minute, every second of every minute, of every <laughs> hour, of every day of your life was recorded with a camera or several. I would be real mad. Because one... The producers aren't doing anything <laughs> to help, or or maybe yeah. that's what's better. I've been about in it. some dark places. That's like, what's emotionally ratings. and otherwise. Ratings, so, man. I know, but like they don't know what's in my head. Yeah, that's true. So, what have you just been really boring? No, I think recently maybe. Yeah, I've been in a pretty good place lately <laughs> in life. You know, yeah. outside of like narcolepsy and asthma and colds and. Yeah, whatever Whatever life, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm mostly just because you would have to be involved. That's yeah, I guess. How'd they get in here? That's a good question. Did we sign a release? Did we agree to this? Do you think we would make good TV? No, we would be inside of Truman Show life. So like everything would be a lie. And all of you would be dead. Uh, I see what you're saying. So you're true. You're going Truman style. I was thinking more like keeping up with the ghouls. Oh, Keeping it with the cools with the K instead, because that's like... <laughs> or uh, g- goofing goofing off with the ghouls. Excellent. That sounds. <laughs> people would watch it. I think the biggest thing mm-hmm. is that <laughs> people would be real like shocked at how boring we are. No. Oh. By how gross I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, this is quickly turned into an episode of Hoarders. And we were not <laughs> expecting like, it. Oh, oh, they left Cat alone in the house for too long. <laughs> no. Things are getting, oh, wow, that's a lot of plates. <laughs> Just, yep. Oh, yeah, I guess, welcome to, welcome to my life. And it's like, I've been watching the show for three days. <laughs> You've been watching your own show? <laughs> when did she shower? <laughs> Nice, yeah. I get it. I'm kidding a little bit. Like, I'm not that gross. But I'm just saying, (laughs) I feel like the general consensus was no one's shaking my hand for a minute. Oh, no. (laughs) That's gross. No, I washed my hands. (laughs) I don't know what to believe anymore. That's why. It's reality TV. It looks real. Yeah. So, if you didn't get it, uh, on today's episode of our 2020 Future Technology episode, we're talking about reality TV. Because reality TV is kind of like TV of the future it's like we had you know periods of time where people were worshipped like made up tv of just blissfully like happy families Mm -hmm. you know that just like lived home on the range and in the prairies like it it was just like you had a pleasant life on tv and then all of a sudden we took this hard turn and now we're like but what if reality except it's not reality folks and that's (laughs) what we're trying to tell you um gib yes what would you do? <laughs> it was on TV for every second of minute hour. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't leave the house because I'd be really embarrassed just by, like, my life. I'd be like, no, everyone knows me now. They knew, I like, what my guilty pleasure TV is. They know, <laughs> they know how much. That's the one no, thing. They know how many hours I spent up instead of going to bed reading, like, very questionable webtoons. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like she should go to bed by now i'm like i can't put it down and just yeah all my other bad habits i just don't think i would like people i don't know knowing 
everything about me. Like already yeah. just the level of amount of people that know the little things that we say here on this podcast. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, right. I did say that. And now anyone can listen to this episode and now know this like personal detail. And it's like a stranger. So I can't imagine like not only do they know whatever I've disclosed, but like everything that's happening. Yeah. I'd rather not. So, I don't know if you know this about life and reality. It kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm going to tell you some stuff. It's not so happy. It was like, reality TV is reality bad. Like, reality equal bad. Okay. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is the ghouls. We talk about the horrors. Yeah. So. And they're going to be like, it's a happy good time. That's not what we do here. Nope. Wrong. So we're going to talk about, like, why reality TV is horrific for, like, multiple reasons. But, like, specifically what I will be covering is that, like, people have died. Yeah. Like, real-time died. Or, like, real-time murdered. Or real-time, like, incredibly injured. Yeah. Like, yeah. just not good stuff. Yeah. Not Generally, murder is looked at as not good stuff. <laughs> what I'm going to tell you, all right. So, like, real murder and death has occurred because of reality. Did you know? Well, I did, but... Because <laughs> you also read the <laughs> script. But the listener should Hello. know. Did you know, listener? <laughs> In the HBO American Undercover documentary, Talk to Death, the dark side of daytime talk shows, uh, we kind of got, like, this view into the behind-the-scenes of reality talk shows and, like, daytime TV specifically, which I wouldn't expect daytime TV to be as dark <laughs> as it was, but wow. Yeah. But yeah, um, specifically, like, you know, they're, like, pitching this like it's supposed to be, like, a real thing. Like, you're seeing real people just, like, I'm going to talk about this on TV. It's not, like, shady or <laughs> weird. It's just, like, I'm going to tell my crush I like them. Yep. Or I'm going to, I'm on here and I'm definitely the person that I said I am. Yo, yes. <laughs> not impersonating someone else. I'm not a different person. <laughs> or, like, you know, like, people... Go on these shows thinking they're going for one thing and they're not going for that thing. They're going for something completely different or like something like just very vaguely along the line similar to what yeah. they thought they were going on that is like way worse mm -hmm. than what they originally thought. So specifically for the Jenny Jones show, they had a special episode about revealing your crush. And Jenny is seen in the unaired episode goading her guest who was named Scott Amender. He basically like goaded him into telling his like secret desires and like fantasies that he was having about his crush which was like the theme of the show like tell your crush mm -hmm. that you like them on national tv let's just do that everybody it's yeah. already a bad idea and like basically led him into revealing fantasies that he had been having about his friend jonathan schmitz uh who at the time had no idea that that was a thing like that he had a crush on him or that he was on the show for that reason. Yeah. That this, um, that this friend who is a male yeah. had the crush on him. Yeah. Um, and Schmitz has told them, according to the trial footage, that if, he, if the crush was male, 
that he is not gay and not interested. So like when they're asking him to come on the show, he like explicitly asked, is the person who has a crush on me a man or a woman? And they're like, can't tell you. Can't tell you, but like, it's, you know, it's a man or a woman, but you don't have to worry. And he's yeah. like, if it's a man, I don't want to come on the show because yeah. I'm not interested in that. And they're like, you don't have to worry, which audience, hello. <laughs> Does that sound like it probably wouldn't be a man since she told him a bunch of times that he didn't have to worry? Yeah. You know, it could, and at the trial, I remember watching it was like, on trial, the woman was like, or the attorney was basically like, did you lie lie saying yeah. like it was a man or a woman even though he was asking specifically you know if it was a woman who had a crush on him and then she was like well i didn't lie i said it could be a man or a woman you don't have to worry and he's like but couldn't have been a man and they're like no. she's like no or, or like well then did you lie yeah <laughs> yes the answer is yes yeah um specifically like they knew this Reaction was not going to be necessarily positive because yeah. he was very clear about it. I mean, not that they thought murder would happen, but like they at least knew go. that they they would get some type of rise, which is what they were looking for. Yeah. So they basically got him on there. They started to like show Schmidt or Schmitz, you know, is about to come on, and Amander is sitting there, like kind of uncomfortable, talking about his feelings in front of a live audience, and then Schmitz comes out. And it's basically like, all right, this is clearly the thing that I asked specifically about beforehand. Yeah. And you said no, but like didn't say any of that. But you could tell like he was uncomfortable. So like Ander went in for a hug. He was like not trying to get a hug. And he sat down. And, you know, his friend, the, there was a friend with him, Ander, that was a female. Um, and he was like, dude, is it this the person who has the crush on me? Is like what Jenny is like trying to be like ha 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 you thought it might be her it's not it's this guy yeah and he's like all he right said, you lied yeah and you're like you can just like in the in the trial they're trying to like say that basically you can see how uncomfortable he is they're, re they're like they're trying to one justify the murder yeah based on like the surprise from the show which you still yeah. murdered somebody. <laughs> like, it's yeah. cool to feel uncomfortable and, like, not be cool with it. But, like, I guess, like, in the moment. But, like... Yeah. Like, you, we're not saying if you go on the show and this guy says he has a crush on him, you have to have a crush on him back. Like, that wasn't the theme. But you can't go murder somebody. Yep. So, essentially, like, a day later when they had left, that, um, you know, he had approached him... He came to his house and, like, shot through his door, hitting him, and then shot him multiple times in his residence. Yeah, and this was after, like, he had left him a, um, like, a playful note. Oh, kind of, yeah, like, yeah, making yeah. a joke about the situation. And, like, what's worse is, like, on the show, um, they were showing, uh, like, they when he was sitting there with them, mm -hmm. they showed, like, he she replayed clips of this guy talking about these really awkward fantasies mm -hmm. about him. And, like, you can see clearly that they're, like, uncomfortable. And this this episode was unaired, but... Oh, okay, yeah. It's still, like, they did it, you know? Like, they yeah. brought them together, and, and he was out drinking with his friend, came home to this note that was playful, and it just really was not going to help. End well. Mm -hmm. And then there was another one where uh, a man and his wife... 
murdered his ex-wife after appearing on the Jerry Springer show. Another man murdered his incredibly recent wife, having met her right after being voted off the Megan Wants to Marry a Millionaire show. Uh, he married and then murdered her violently. Uh, a man killed himself after be ca- being caught on to catch a predator, which, yeah, that does not shock me. That yeah. would be an awful thing. <laughs> One, to be doing, but also to be caught doing mm-hmm. um, on TV. And you just, like, so much more violence. And not even counting the suicides, both on, like, European television, like, reality shows, and then also yeah. Australian, and then also United States. Like, they're... They're not, like, taking care of these people. No. <laughs> and whenever they're going on their shows, they're being very manipulative. They're setting them up for stressful encounters. They're encouraging them to act, like, more intensely than they maybe would otherwise. Yeah. Or, like, I kind of think back to that director who was doing, um, not for, it was, like, a found footage with the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Uh, where they, like, weren't feeding the mm-hmm. actors and, like, encouraged, like, basically, they knew it was, like, this was fake, but yeah, it was still, it like, you're not treating a... them right. You're yeah. escalating them to points where, like, they won't feel okay. And then it's, like, sometimes even, like, they'll find people who are not in a good place already and then, like, manipulate that and push them further. Mm-hmm. And it's just really gross. Yeah. Um... And there's just also lots of really gross reality shows. Like yeah. The Swan yeah. was really awful, I remember watching. Yeah, and for people who don't like, know, Oof. it's where people were competing to uh, get plastic surgery to become the beautiful swan. Yeah, and then like they, they competed were... with each other after getting the plastic surgery for who had, like, the best glow up, essentially. Yeah. There's also, I mean, even like thinking about The Biggest Loser, um, a lot of those contestants, uh, their lives are in jeopardy Mm because they were starving them or putting them into like going from zero to 100 in regards to physical exercise and not really like taking care of their bodies and starving them and just like pushing them to these limits that like bodies really shouldn't go like that abruptly. Um, And it was it's honestly very dangerous. Yeah, and, like, another thing that, like, I just remember reading a while back, too, is that, like, during, like, those shows where they show the big house, it's really nice that they let them stay at. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, they are not staying at that house. Yeah. And they're being, like, secluded and, like, kept from family and, like, everything that would kind of help their sanity stay okay. Mm -hmm. They're, like, removing them from those situations and just, like, starving them of, like, the real reality. Yeah. And, like pitting them against other people and like these really toxic and just like not mentally or physically safe environments. And uh, we got a lot of information from Ranker, so thanks to them. Uh, but also, you know, more like in a New York Post article, in only one decade, at least 21 reality TV stars died by suicide. Yeah. It's a lot. It would be a lot if it was even like 10. Any, I argue. <laughs> like one. It's a lot. Any is a lot. <laughs> is yeah. A lot. yeah. Like, I was going to go to to what I think is a really horrific thing about reality TV and daytime talk even um, is the producers who are a part of it and the showrunners and that they are incredibly manipulative. Yeah. Like, they are really only there to control people and situations and exacerbate them and take people out of their comfort zones and... And make them raw on TV in front of the audience for ratings. They don't consider them people. They consider them 
methods to money, essentially. Or fame in some degree. So I actually had an instructor at Temple. I won't mention her name, but uh, she had previously been a producer at Mo- for Maury Povich and yeah. for Sally Jesse Raphael, which is an old daytime talk show. Yeah. Um, and she actually, uh, I would say, is one of the most manipulative and honestly, like kind of like evil people I've ever met in my life. Which is saying, like, I meet a lot of people, yeah. but I would say, like, coming away from that class, I was like, I my eyes are open because it was just like how to make a talk show was like the class. And so yeah. I was like, that sounds fun. Like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just trying to learn all the different mediums of how cameras work. Yeah. And, and getting a glimpse into that, I was like, this is the most evil industry. And I hope to never be involved in that. Yeah. Like in any way. Yeah. And she actually like brought in, uh, her daytime talk Emmy that she got from working on the Sally Jesse Raphael show. And the reason they earned that Emmy was the episode was the first one where, where there was a fight on daytime talk shows. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's, and she was proud ooh. and beaming and like show like passing around like this Emmy, like this could be you. And it was like, I don't oh know if gosh. I want to be this. You could convince people to attack each other on TV. Yeah. That sounds like nice. harm each other. And like she like would kind of gloat about how it was like her job to like where she would be like crawling on her knees between like the commercial breaks and going up to them and being like, and, like coaxing them and being like, you need to like you need to open up and like you know, manipulating and twisting them, thinking that she's like, she's the one who coaxed them on the show. She probably like showed them that she's a friend in some degree. Yeah. And then while they're like, you need to tell your story and you need to tell her what's up. Like, and it's clear that it, she doesn't really care about that person. She just wants a reaction out of them and to make them mm-hmm. embarrass themselves on TV. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine young Gabe, like, fuming. Yeah. I was like, my, I like called my mom like every day after that class where I was just like, mom, you will not even believe what I had to hear today. And she knew she was like, is it her again? Yeah. People be like that. (laughs) But (laughs) what made me, what it made me think of is, uh, in that documentary that we watched, uh, there's, uh, clips from the Geraldo Rivera show. And you see one of his producers who's like, who's been fighting to get these women on the show who had this really toured relationship that they've just been like fighting like constantly and there's all this unresolved issues that she gets them on the show because she thinks they're going to have it out. But one of them's very timid and the other one's just kind of like yelling about stuff and not even like the big stuff. And yeah. so she keeps going at every break, commercial break, coming in and be like, you need to cry or you need to open up and you need to just let it out and yell at her about like your husband and all this stuff. Then she go and they kept trying to coax it out. And even when they got Geraldo in there being like, open up, whatever, she still didn't really. Like she yeah. cried on TV, but it wasn't what she wanted. And you can see that that this producer was so mad yeah, because she wasn't getting the results. She wasn't getting people falling apart. And then she like made it seem like, you know, this, Oh, Harald is so great. Cause he, this is the part where he really gets to them. Like he yeah. gets them to open up and then they get, a, they get resolved on TV. Like it's something like she was definitely spelling it. Like she was some kind of hero. Yeah. No, I remember watching that part and being like feeling really like cringy, like, <sighs> Like, yeah. why? This isn't... You're not helping them. Like, help them in private if you want to help them. Like, yeah. you only want them to start screaming at each other and then fight. Like, that's what you want. Yeah. You want to fight. 
Yes. You want your daytime Emmy. Gross. Yeah. And that's like, so imagine like the amount of manipulation that's happening between these commercial breaks and then stretch that out for months when it comes to like reality TV shows. Yeah. So there's like different producers and they pick, the, they have their picks. Like they chose you. You are under them. You essentially belong to them. And now they like are manipulating you. They're acting like your friends. They're like uh, planting, like they're whispering in everyone's ears and they're also like re-showing and re-editing things that are not showing the truth. So like imagine months of like someone manipulating you and whispering in your ear and, and being stuck away from the rest of the world. Like, especially like we watch America's Next Top Model. There's girls who were moms yeah. who couldn't see their kids for like the months that they're on this stupid show. And it was all like, don't you want this to be your dream? It's like, if it were my dream, like, yeah, I might be a few months away from my kid, but I could call them and like, I knew that I could go to them at any time. Yeah. <laughs> like no, I'm not being very, held yeah. hostage. You it's know? very much, yeah. It's very much like a hostage situation. It just reminds me, I was talking to a coworker today about what we were going to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, Marina specifically. Oh. Uh, but I was telling her, I was just like, every time I watch shows like this, I feel like I'm watching The Hunger Games in that mm. like, it feels very much like they are there because the rest of their family has been held hostage. Yeah. And like, they need to perform on this show or they'll start taking lives. Yeah. Like, it's just very, like, The Bachelor. What are the other that things? show yeah. very much just feels like, I have your children. Yeah. If you don't pick one of these women <laughs> and make out with all of them on TV, yeah. I'm going to kill this kid. Yeah. And it's, it's really like, intense. <laughs> and they're like, oh. I pick Jessica. You get a rose. I don't like any the of them. The internet voted, and the one I like goes home. <laughs> the one I love. Is... I guess I love Jessica. Jessica's cool. She's got more personality than Barbara, and I love. She her. didn't yell at my mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, actually. What I found really interesting, so you know that I had a, a guilty pleasure of watching Unreal, which yes. we will talk about in our film section. Yes. But according to the creator of Unreal, which is Sarah Gertrude Shapiro, who worked for The Bachelor, that Unreal is honestly like built on things that happen in re reality TV. Like yeah. it's not real, like it's, it's made up, like it yeah. is crazy. Um, but a lot of it is like taken straight from like the book, right? Yeah. <laughs> of like how you do it. So like one, uh, that producers are paid for starting drama. Uh, I got all this information from an article on Distractify called Is Unreal Like The Bachelor? Cool. So one in the show, producers will get, they'll be like $200 if you can get this girl to freak out on camera. That's like real. Like that really happens. Producers do get paid a little extra if they start drama or they do a specific task. Wow. Like they get a bonus. And imagine if they were like 200 bucks, if you can get Michael to make out with this other girl. Yeah. A hundred extra bucks. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. It was like, Michael, hey. <laughs> Listen, What's I saw her uh, making eyes at you. Um, go do so kiss kiss. Do, do that. <laughs> yeah, you go kiss kiss is what they would say. Everyone knows. Wink, um, wink, kiss kiss. <laughs> um, producers pretended to be the contestants' best friends to gain their trust. To the point where, like, some, like, previous contestants have, like... You know, been reported as being like, yeah, you knew that they were manipulating you, but they were also like your only companion for yeah. months. Like the only person that you like, if you didn't trust them, then you were going to have a meltdown. Yeah. So like you kind of had to ignore the fact that you knew that they were manipulating you. Yeah. Just to like get through it. Yeah. Which is just wild. Right. Um, 
the producers would control the romance, like sometimes keeping characters on just because they make good TV, not because Jack likes them. Yeah. You know, which like really sucks. Uh, and then the most interesting thing is known as Frankenbiting. Uh, so thinking about sound bites, um, oh, which yes. is like. That's my nightmare. <laughs> yeah. That's literally like the net, the thing I said that scared yes. me in the net where they put all the things together. Yeah. So it's essentially editing video to make contestants say things that they didn't say, which is apparently pretty darn common. So this little editing trick is used shockingly often. Let's say The Bachelor says, I do not want to go on a date with Trish. Uh, if an editor took out the words do not, making the sentence, I want to go on a date with Trish, that would be a Frankenbite. Yeah. Or times when they would like cut like different scenes of a dinner. So he would ask a question and then her answer was from something later in the dinner. But you don't know that. Yeah. We're inside. <laughs> like, it's the same lighting. Like, what do you, like... Yeah, and I remember we were watching the documentary or whatever, and it was, like... And it was really weird, because, like, I specifically... They asked him to ask her about money, and he said no. Like, he refused. And yeah. then they clipped it... They Franken-bit it together yeah. to get it to be, like... Our, so, I know, like, you were dating my son, but, like... What about his money? Yeah. And then she was like, what? That never was like, happened. That never happened. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's really true. And then like, I mean, we've seen, like, currently Kat and I have been working through America's Next Top Model. We have. And it is definitely a guilty pleasure of ours. Yeah. We have this love-hate relationship with it because there are parts where we're like, this is really bad. Like, we, we are acknowledging that that's really toxic. Yeah. And then other times where they feel like little wins. So it's, you know, you kind of got to yeah. take some, you got to, you know, you win some, you lose some. And what's interesting, it's like, we know it's in the past. <laughs> yeah. Also, we know yeah, it's not we're, live. we're like cycle 11 right now. It's yeah, pretty we're like, late. this is in 2000s. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So like, we've seen things where like, one woman told a story of how she was involved in a plane crash and only survived because her mother's lifeless body kept her warm until help came. And that girl lasted maybe two episodes. Yeah. But they only invited her on so she could tell that story. Yeah. And it's like, like this 100%. weird thing they where... Have this, there's like a handful of like contestants. They always have like a few that are only there. One, to say something sad. You know, they are beautiful. But like two, it's because like they want to be like, oh, look at this person who's experienced such hardship and we've let them onto this opportunity. Yeah. Only They always get rid of them. Yes. The, yeah. Sob they stories never win. always get rid of them. Yeah. The sob stories never win. And it's always like, it's right after like antics like usually so yeah. in the in, like the interviews it's always like a bunch of girls are singing and some dance and s some walk really funny and the judges are laughing and then it'll cut to this girl and then the tyra will be like something really tragic happened to you why don't you tell us about that and then like all, out of nowhere after we've just been giggling about girls being like odd right yeah. we have a woman being like i was raised in foster care and i've been raped abused and molested my entire life and crying sobbing on screen only yeah. to like be voted off in three episodes yeah like j she opened up because she thought that was gonna get her because you know a producer was like hey you got to cry. You got to tell that story. You wrote that on your Ty application. We yeah. got to put Tyra it Tyra is going to, like, that's the only reason you're here. Tyra's going to, has a big heart. She's, and she does. And that's really what gets her. Or yeah. I, we, <laughs> I saw this post, so we tagged Kat in it, where it said, imagine you've been growing your hair your whole life and you're proud of it. And then Tyra Brinks decides you'd be edgier with short hair and cuts it all off. And then she kicks you off for crying about it. Yeah. Which is, like, funny when you're, like, ha, like, because that's what happens. And it's just, like, the girls cry. But that's actually, like, literally a torture tactic. Yeah, no, 100%. It dehumanizes is. people. Yeah. I.e. Holocaust. 
yeah. i.e. any internment camp that has existed within the United States. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like, during the Holocaust, they would they considered, like, head shaving a two-fold thing. So, like, one, there was some sort of industrial benefit yeah. to it in yeah. terms of, like, one, to, like, make them unrecognizable to themselves. Yep. Um, like, essentially, it just changes the way your entire face would look, essentially. Yeah. And your you uniform. Your... Yeah, and they would basically uh, try to make you look just like everybody else. So, like, kind of taking your humanity from you, kind of make you feel like you're not a person. You're yeah. a cat, piece of cattle. Yeah. Um, and specifically, they would do that, like, usually right before they would make you go into the showers, which was gas. Yeah. Uh, so. And yeah. so, Tyra... Real torturous. Stop cutting girls' hair and then being mad that they react that way. Yeah, that's not. How that's that like works. An, a, an exceptionally dehumanizing thing, unless you're doing it on purpose as like, like a you place decided of power. It, like yeah. you have decided your hair is gone now. Yeah, it's not great. You're taking away. You're not like shining their... bright. Okay, that's all I have to say. Shine bright, shine far. She's Don't not. Be shy, be a star. That reality TV is far more evil than you thought. It causes murder. It's torture. It causes depression. People's lives are forever unchanged like or changed afterwards, like to the point where it's like, that's all they do is regret. And then they can't do anything because the producers are like, oh, I don't know, go see a therapist. Not our problem. You signed an NDA. Yeah, like it's, it's just all really cruel. And it's honestly a lot of it. It's just hard to watch. Like there's some that I enjoy. Stop laughing at reality TV. A lot of people are cruel. All right, so we are going to get to the films and or media, but first I want to play a game with Kat. Yes. And so I have up a an article from Screen Rant called Eight Fakest Reality Shows and Eight That Are Totally Real. I'm going to understand this game. Yes. So the, the idea of what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read you the title of a show that yes. is real, like exists on TV. Okay. Right? And I'm going to tell you the premise of that show or yes. a little blurb about it. And then you tell me if what's happening in there is real or if fake, like if it's being manipulated. Okay. Right? Okay. Yes. So number one is 90 Day Fiance, which yes. is a real show on TV. My sister watches it. Shout out to Victoria. Uh, and I was like, what is this? Um, but essentially 90 Day Fiance could be affectionately called the green card marriage because it is about an American and then someone from a different country who are wanting to be in a relationship. And they have 90 days um, in order to immigrate to America to get that that K-1 visa. When did this show air? I think it's still going on, actually. Okay. They do like more episodes or they'll do like the old answer, people come though. on and then you do it. So uh, 90 Day Fiance, real fake. Fake because America sucks and they don't <laughs> let anyone in. Uh, it is fake, but uh, generally the fake part of this is that um, the couples are already married before oh. and because a lot of like they they do a lot of recording but they definitely chop up and just retell their own stories yeah um so that was like kind of huh. like a little um, well, but a I mean, lot of it is scripted it is somewhat refreshing that they are already married and that they're not like getting married for tv yeah you know what i mean yeah and also <laughs> i know people who are currently like not 90 day fiance but like who are going through getting married yeah to like because love but then also yeah to get like visas visas essentially yeah. my uncle's wife 
had to get a visa from Dominican Republic. And that was like a year long, like years long battle of getting her over here. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're cool now. She's a citizen. Yeah. All right, America listening. All right. Number two hoarders so people who don't know what hoarders is it's about people who um, suffer from compulsive hoarding disorder and generally are living in in detrimental conditions where people come in psychologists come in and they try to clean out their house is this real or fake i always thought it was real it is real okay it is sadly real because it's really are... sad but i definitely was like this i remember watching that show and be like I understand these problems because I exhibit some of these symptoms. Yeah, no, and I get this it. has to be real. Yeah. And in in the whole situation and the talking is totally real and them trying to clean it out. But what a good thing about the show is that the therapy and the help that they receive is also real. Yeah. So there that's a little silver lining. All right. Uh, number three. I'm not gonna go through the whole list, I'm just kinda picking my favorites, but okay. uh, Amish Mafia. So this is where yep. there's people who used to be in the mafia who now are still kind of like involved, but they have guns and they like protect the like Amish areas. Real or fake? Fake? It's super fake. It's very fake. Okay. Some of these guys aren't even really in the the Amish like community. So y'all been y'all been lied to. You've been had. <laughs> You've been had. Uh, real or fake? Mythbusters. This is where they hear about myths and then they do it in real life to see if it's real or not so myth myth? you think myth was a myth it's real they actually fight really hard um because the the producers were like we want a bigger result but it's like if if this thing is not real like that we're myth busting and it ends up being like dumb that's what it is like i want my show to be real and luckily uh it has stayed on for 13 years i just thought too many of them were real so i thought i had to say it was fake (laughs) okay here's one gave my producer she's coded (laughs) so uh diesel brothers the wacky adventures of two mormon gearheads may seem larger than life they're uh heavy d and diesel dave who uh, work in, like, big trucks and stuff. Real or fake? I really want it to be fake. Heavy D and Diesel Dave. I don't like their names. Two Mormon gearheads. I I don't know. This one's super real. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) This one's very real. What? Yeah. All right. Here's a fun one. Say yes to the dress. Fake. Where girls come... <laughs> people might not know. Girls go to Kleinfeld's to get their... To say yes to their dress. I just love this show. Real or fake? For real. Freak real. Like, it's a little both. It is a little both in that um, what we see on TV is definitely skewed. Um, a real ex- experience at Kleinfeld is nowhere near what it, they're showing on the show. Um, but the women do get their dresses. Yeah. But generally, it's it's not at all what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was like some of the ones that I thought were really interesting. I'm going to give you two more and then that's people. it. Okay. Um, Alaskan yeah. bush people. <gasps> There's nothing like a big wacky family to reel in viewers and good ratings. This is about Alaskan people in the wilderness living life. It's like a family. Like that fake. duck show. It is fake. It's staged. I just um, feel like family shows. I feel like most of them have to be Duck fake. Dynasty. I think Duck Dynasty is fake. Uh, all right. Last one. Cops. Y'all know it. What you want? I loved watching Cops. It was so cringy You're if you watch it like way. as an adult. <laughs> yeah. What, real or fake? What you gonna do? Uh, 
I feel like it can't be real. They're filming people getting arrested. No, it's real. It's really? all real. The danger, the chases, and the cops themselves. So if you really want to like... It's <laughs> messed up. Oh, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Someone I knew was, was on, on an cops. episode of cops. Well, it was Then you should have known it was real. I forgot until this moment. <laughs> until you know how my brain does. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do... Uh, let's actually do what we came here for people i just thought that was fun because was, was fun. when i got to the diesel brothers i was like there's no way diesel dave there's no way That's, and it's real yeah my new name is now ghoulie gabe yo That's it. what should i be <laughs> creepy cat creepy cat i don't want to be creepy cat all right. uh yeah i don't know what to tell you that's all i got all right anyway so we watched two things well we, i mean we watch a lot of actual re- reality tv unbeknownst yeah. to us uh but for the sake of this episode we are going to talk about unreal which is a phenomenal television series from 2015 2018 it's it four seasons stressful oh incredibly stressful so um the creators are marty noxon and sarah gertrude Sapiro, who i mentioned before is um a former bachelor producer so she knows her stuff. Uh, so what Unreal is about is a behind-the-scenes look at the chaos surrounding the production of a dating competition program. So it's kind of like in the vein of Bachelor. Yeah. Uh, and it's what I got out of it when I was watching it and what got me hooked was because I work in television. Yeah. So I thought it was like really fun to see behind the scenes because I was like, I knew that stuff. Like yeah. I, I knew that stress. Or like one of my favorite moments is like uh, our main character, uh, Rachel goes off to like try to fix a problem uh-huh. and everyone like all the head producers are gone they leave it to like a rookie yeah and when they come back the rookie and the uh producer who does like the the, the creator who doesn't know what he's doing yeah he's always high so it actually like <laughs> they come back and there's music blaring and all the girls are partying and it's just like chaos and they come in and they're like we can't edit this because there's music on it like music we don't have the rights to two it's an editing nightmare like you can't get any conversations because like anytime you cut it's a different song yeah like, what are you talking about like and i was like that's so real and no one understands yeah. <laughs> like like no one ever thinks about that so i would get this like little rush whenever it'd be like these like lingo or anything i've literally heard you say to people like you're on the phone with somebody (laughs) and you're like no we can't play music we don't have the rights to that music yeah you can't play music (laughs) guys it's not real like if you don't have the rights to things you have to pay a lot of money for it or just rich now because i know i'm not you're not paying me like yeah or even just, like, how to edit or how to manipulate the story, like, people having no idea. And I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, it um, cool. But it does have, like, what I think the other part of it that was really cool is that we see Rachel, who through those these four seasons, she starts as our protagonist who's a little broken. Yeah. That clearly, this is, like, her home and she's doing something. Yeah. But, like... It almost feels, like, reluctant. Like, it's the only thing she's good at, but she kind of hates that she's good at it. Yeah, because it's kind of cringy. Yeah. But she does it. And, and and her things is, like, that she can make a difference from the inside. Yeah. It's kind of, like, her hopes. All the way until, spoilers, we get to the season four, where she honestly is the villain. She does yeah. some crazy stuff. She makes a woman, again, spoilers, season four, she makes a woman go, number two herself, like, on TV, on live TV. Like, because she gave her, like, laxatives. Because she was mad at that girl. Wow. And then later orchestrated her death by accident. So it gets crazy. Right? Season one, there's a mur- there's a girl who commits suicide. 
and jumps off of the building, off the house. Like, it's so out of pocket. And, like, the thing about it is, like, from that season where someone literally died all the way to season four, there's still contestants because they bring back. It's, like, one of those, like, we're going to bring back the favorites from the last seasons. Oh, yeah, they do that a lot. Yeah, and in season four, it's totally off the rails. And, like, the contestants from that season in season one are, like, it's crazy now. Despite the fact that a literal murder happened before. Yeah. But you kind of see, like, Rachel's descent into this madness and that she clearly is has this hole that she wants to fill. And and she just keeps getting all caught up. And no one's really... T- like, if anything, she's just like the characters on the show and that she's being just as manipulated. Yeah. And doesn't see it because she does all the manipulating. Yeah. You know? Um, it does have two, like powerful women who also are very flawed because we also have the character of Quinn um, who does a wonderful job and is actually Quinn and um, the the creator are based on the real life situation that happened on Bachelor as well. So, yeah. um, but it's just like, it, it was a very interesting look into the way that like, you can really see how the producers would come up and be like, Hey, you don't really feel that way. There's like a whole arc where there's a woman who, uh, discovers that she might be a lesbian and she uh-huh. comes from a very Christian background in like Texas. Yeah. And she discovers this while they're out and she's like supposed to be on this date with him, showing him her family. And she realizes that. And then Rachel's like, was at first going to be like, let's tell the whole world. And then she like totally like becomes a hero in her own right. And, and, and convinces like the producers that it's fine. We're going to hold that secret. Yeah. But it was like, I was so worried. I was like, you can't like have her come out on TV and she's like with her conservative family and like, that should be her thing. Like she needs to make that choice for herself. Yeah. So it's like, it is a fun ride and it's also super emotional. Yeah. Every time I even like kind of watched it with you, I was very stressed the entire time. And I was like, I don't know how you watch Like it's so stressed. Like everything awful is happening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There are no winners. It looked looked like a hard time for all. Yeah, but it's so true. It's so honest, even in the most absurd ways. And I I do think it's an enjoyable experience. And because it is only four seasons, like it allowed itself to just end. And I always appreciate a show that decides to end instead of being canceled or going too long. Yeah, like going like really. Ooh. Yeah, like Supernatural, what are you doing? Like season 25. I don't know what you're doing. It's too many. It's 20 more than it was supposed to be. Just for everyone to know. But uh, that's kind of like what I like. I was like, if we're doing reality TV, ooh, that's the best. Let's do this. Um, but we also watch. What, I don't know if you guys would have thought of this as reality TV, but it's super one hundred percent is uh, Truman Show. Yeah, from nineteen ninety eight back. Yeah, like seven year old me was. I would such a weird cycle thing between you, but... the Truman Show and uh, Terminator Two. Such a weird kid. I just. I just, like, really enjoyed watching all the things I was scared of so yeah. that I knew what they were. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Just really fueling those psychoses. I just, I wanted to know what I needed to fight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, You're going to fight the, the TV gods? I was convinced for a minute. I was just like, all right, either robots are coming to get me, I'm in the Matrix, or I'm in the Truman Show. I was, like, questioning everything. I was a very paranoid child. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Truman Show was one of my favorite movies when I was little. Uh, Specifically, it was directed by Peter Weir. And the little summary of it is uh, an insurance salesman discovers his whole life is actually a reality TV show. And, like, it's so stressful. Because, like, 
he's like a nice guy. Like you're like the whole appeal. It's Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's Jim nice Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, and it's like the whole appeal of him is that he's just like a good guy. It's ordinary. He's like an ordinary person, just like but like surrounded by other ordinary people who like. He still, like, shines in there. Like, he's just, like, the only real thing in this very fake world. Yeah. Um, And that's, like, the whole theme is that, like, every time the producer of the show, like, speaks on it, he's like, you know, Truman's real. Every, yeah. He's Everything real. else fabricated, but he's real. Yeah. Yeah. What, this beautiful real thing. Yeah. What I, and, I, and I, it is really trippy. And I would, I would argue that this very much already is a horror movie. And, like, when you're really looking at it, like, it... It's just wearing the clothes of, like, a different kind of movie, yeah. I guess. But, like, even the idea of, like, they were recording him in the womb and then he was born. And then they, like, f- you know, manipulate his life to give him a, a horrible fear so that he won't leave this environment. They killed his fake dad, man. Yeah. That's, Spoilers. that's, that's, it's from 1998. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, they killed his fake dad. That's, like, really... Yeah. Like, if we're going to we're gonna be, like, enacting trauma. Yeah. They, one, tried to make him scared of dogs. Yeah. Then they made him scared of the ocean. Like, cripplingly so. Like, where he won't even cross bridges. He's that stressed. Yeah. And then, like, the girl he likes, they're like, nah, you got to like this lady. Yeah. Who's, like, really, like, in his face and doesn't even like him. Yeah, she's just an actress. But what I was thinking was I was like, if we took this film and we changed the point of view and we were actually, as a viewer, in truman's minds like if we were just seeing it from his point of view we didn't see all the cameras we didn't get that background and we just had that first scene where he gets out of the car he's about to get in the car and the light falls from the sky like that i was like this is a horror movie like 100 percent. that yeah. would be true like like you would be like what is real right like you, yeah. if you put yourself into truman's shoes and that's all we got and it wasn't the cutesy like where they're in places and we could see this behind the scenes and we get to see people watching and it's like this critique on like how we're so consumed by television like if we took all that out yeah and it was just a man who's dealing highly with like this intense psychosis where he thinks that the world around him is fake and that everyone is watching him. Yeah. Like, that is scary. Yeah, it was stressful. Yeah. But, like, the biggest thing is that they were. Yeah. Yeah, the things that messed me up about this thing. Okay. Yeah. The things that scared me most about this show were as follows. One, watching it as an adult person, that his wife, who was not his real wife. Yeah. Had to have sex with him. Mm -hmm. And she got paid probably extra for that in her contract. Yeah, but that's wild. Like, you have to live with this man, pretend he is your husband, pretend you love him. Yeah. Have sex with him, all this stuff, on TV. Mm -hmm. Well, they didn't show I know they cut, but what I'm saying is, is that you still had to do it. You still had to convince him that it was real. Yeah. Despite the fact you did not like this man. You were not in love with him. You were like, money, I guess. Yeah. You gave up all other socialization. Like, you're just, like, with this him. This is your own life. And he... And how do you not feel bad? She is a very interesting character. You... Like, and then the friend? Oh, my God. He's... Yeah, he's he's worse, I would argue. I wanted to murder him. His whole thing where he's, like, telling that heartfelt speech where he's, like, if this all is fake, then that means I'm fake. And the fact that, like, he's delivering that line... And right before that line, we see that he's being fed those lines. Yeah. And it's like, it's so, and then you just see Truman being so, 
sad and being like feeling bad that he would think that. Yeah. You know, and it's so it's so awful. And I'm just now realizing that his name is True Man. Yeah. Because. Wow. Yeah. But also. Ready? Yeah. We also have Kristoff, who is the creator of this. Yeah. And his like pseudo dad, who is essentially God. Yeah. He talks to him from the sky. Yeah. Right. So I went on a, a, a rabbit hole and I found this uh, article, OurMovieLife.com, uh, and it's called The Truman Show In-Depth Analysis. Okay, I'm and excited. I was like, this is fine. I didn't read it. I want to know. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that happens in here. One, it's this idea that, one, his name is Christoph, right? So it's like yeah. Christ. Um, ah. But it's also like Christ off because he's like not Christ, right? He's yeah. like this other version. But it's this idea that we have this like all-knowing all being that is controlling the world. So we have this perceived free will that is not in, entirely real at all. Yeah. Like, like everything he can leave at any time. And then they're like. And he couldn't. They're caging him like an app. Like they're yeah. attacking him to get him to or stay. Or even just thinking about at the end, he's trying to leave and he literally changes the weather and causes like the water to attack him. It's like, how many times has God used the elements to hurt the people because they didn't do what he wanted, despite the fact that they have free will? Yeah. Right. He literally does that, that he can control the weather and then he talks to him from the sky. And it's also like this idea. So coming off of like Christianity and all of that, right? We also have this idea of allegory of the cave, which is Plato's allegory of the cave. If I'll do a really, really chopped up version of it for listeners, if you do not know what it is. But I essentially, don't know what it is. Essentially what it is is that if we had a group of people and they lived in this cave and their whole existence is like they're chained so that their back is against a wall and they can only see images on the, the wall in front of them projected from the fire making shadows. Uh-huh. And that is their whole, like they can't like see each other because it's darkness. Uh-huh. So essentially their whole worldview is these perceived like shadows on the wall. So then eventually they get free and they go up to the world. And the idea is that the world is so much more than these like flat, just shadow figures, right? They're just so much more and it's so intense that it's too much that they would go back to the comfort of being in that cave. But what Truman shows us is that that is not the case, that if people got a glimpse into something that was bigger than that, that we would still venture there because that meant something new. It meant something we can possibly control. It meant freedom, right? Like, you know, like people always say like, it's the devil, you know, right? But sometimes it's like, I'd rather take my chances to see if that might not be a devil, (laughs) you know, right? Because he has this whole time where he says, like, the world I created for you is fake, but the world out there is fake, too. And this one, at least you'll be safe, right? Like, if you stay in here, you'll be safe. The world I created. And he thinks he's going to stay, which is, like... Because that's his whole theory is the allegory of the cave, that he thinks that Truman would choose if he had the choice. And then, obviously, he doesn't. He pushes open his, like, fourth wall here. (laughs) He, like, literally pushes his fourth wall in, and he, you know, gives his little goodbye, sign off. I don't see you. Good afternoon, (laughs) afternoon, good good evening, evening, and good night. And he just goes out there into the world. I would have loved to see what happens afterwards. Cause I think it would have been like wild. But what we see immediately after that is like when they cut the, 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 um, the video feed, yeah. right. We have those guys, this, like the guys who are working in like the garage and they're just like, well, what else is on? Right. Yeah. Cause it just, this is a show that's been on for 30 plus years, however long Truman's alive. Right. And it still doesn't mean anything. 
right? It's still like, all right, on to the next thing, right? Yeah. And it's just like, and they're also like, don't even get me started about all the product placement and the fact that we have like YouTubers now who do that. And you just think about all this stuff. Like it is so real and it's so terrifying. There's also Cat, which you had as a child, is actually called The Truman Show Delusion. What is that? They're actual people um, who, because of this movie, so they already had, like, probably were already susceptible to certain, like, delusions yeah. where they felt like they were being watched. Yes. But in this case, it's that they watch the Truman Show and then they think they figured it out and that they are too, like, Truman Show, Truman, and are being watched and are on TV. Wow. Yeah. So it's, like, like a real, actual, like, there are psychologists who diagnosed it where it's kind of like this perception that you are kind of important enough that people would be watching you right like you just have this kind of like thing but then also this Im immense distrust of the world around you because you think everyone is fake even like your best friend because if in Truman it could happen who's to say anyone has ever been real so I'm stressed <laughs> feelings yeah feelings yeah feelings yeah is that feelings Let's talk about feelings. Okay. And all that spooky stuff. I love spooky stuff. Okay, so if you like it, it's you want to be on top. Dun, 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 We're going to make dun, it dun, happen. Okay. Wanna be on top. Uh, so that's America's Next Top Model's theme song, if you didn't know. Yeah. And then if you don't like it, it's Heavy D and Diesel Dave. Because that's nice. those are the Diesel, Diesel Brothers. Have a TV what a wild show. It's actually real. Yeah. Even though Surprise. I didn't think it could be. <laughs> yes. Um, it kind of makes me think of like that scene in um, uh, Rick and Morty where they're clearly uh -huh. just making up the show. It's like two brothers are <laughs> fighting aliens, and there's <laughs> now there's a robot there, and two it's two brothers on a truck. In the, and it's like clear that they're just spitting stuff out. Like yeah. that's what Diesel Brothers sounds to me. Like two brothers, they're Mormon, heavy D Diesel Dave. Yeah, it's real. They they go the trucks. Motors. They go the trucks. <laughs> Good job, guys. Um, Kat, how do you feel about reality TV? Oh, it's super Diesel Dave. Yeah. I think it's just, like, really mean. And it makes me sad. It makes me feel sad feelings. Oh. Because it's... One... My ignorant self as a child mm -hmm. was like, I want to be on American Idol. Oh, me too. I like, so I practiced. I was mm -hmm. like ready. I like looked up how to do it. Yeah. I think uh, my mom's ex-husband applied to The Voice. Husband. Husband uh, applied to The Voice. That was the thing that happened. I have a friend who uh, auditioned for uh, So You Think You Can Dance. <gasps> she got pretty far. I used to love that show. Mm -hmm. It's also super manipulated. I don't just so you guys know. feel surprised. By I that. lied in like middle school and told people I was going to go audition <laughs> on like a bus going home. And they were like, yeah, sure. And I was like, I am. <laughs> you don't know. I'm going to be famous. And they're like, whatever. <laughs> and then you flip your hand. <laughs> like, okay, Gabe. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. Like, 
I remember watching it when I was like younger and not like in any way. One American Idol I thought was real. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. like the bachelor and stuff. I was like, this is just weird. Yeah, it is weird. I'm I saw gonna... like a meme about it. It was like, well, your girl watches the show about a guy who makes out with six different women in one night. And then they all live in a house together. But she'd be mad <laughs> if you did this in real life. Unless they were in like, a polyamorous relationship and yeah. everyone loves each other. Um, <laughs> that's <laughs> where I come in. Uh, yeah, I also, I, I watched a lot of um, daytime talk, actually. Like me and yes. my mom watched a lot of that. I watched a lot of Maury Povich. So much you Maury. know, that Steve, who was the body like guard and Jerry Springer, has his own show. And remarkably yeah. enough, nobody really fights on there. And I was just thinking, I was like, he probably has just as much, like, credibility as Dr. Phil, who I also watch a lot because I think he's really sassy and it's fun for me. But I also, like, simultaneously will just be like, these poor people. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of uh, Maury when I was sick, like Mm -hmm. when I had colds. Yeah, because it was in... um, Which was often when I was a child. Um, (laughs) And I would, like, sit at my grandpa's house or my mom's house and I would watch all the daytime TV as like a little person yeah. who should not be watching yeah. these shows, but I was like, "You are not the fuck." I thought that stuff was so fascinating. It was crazy. Yeah, my mom used to like threaten me, and she'd be like, "If you're bad, I'm gonna send you to the like the cadet school that they send Yo, these bad kids." Yes, to. like when they would have the kids come on, and then they were like, "My daughter's out of control." Oh, yeah, and she's like, "I'll say whatever I want. I eat all the food in the house, and I stole your card. Cash me outside." I had sex with that guy. It's like he, yeah, like a grown man yeah. for a credit card or something. And he's yeah. like, I don't know. You don't even know me, Mom. Yeah. And then they cry, and, it, you know, it's kind of sweet. But, again, just manipulation. What? Yeah, how do you feel time. about um, – uh, and for the record, I also feel like it's awful. Um, it's, yeah, it's awful. It's for, definitely awful. It is evil. It is very evil. Um, and the most evil people work on there. I'm convinced. Uh, what about Unreal? How do you feel? It stressed me out. Mm-hmm. Like, I th- I like that it's fake. Yeah. Like, I like that the things that are happening on the show aren't actually happening on the show. <laughs> but it makes you sad because it could Cause happen. it's based on real stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I like that it's made to show that that's a thing. Yeah. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And that, like, you know it's not real, though. Yeah. Like, you know that it exists in real life. Yeah. But that what's happening actually in yes. the show is not real. Yes. Makes you feel a little better. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, for me, it's definitely, I want to be on top because I love it. I, I was like, <laughs> I'll watch it over again. I'll do it. Um, how about Truman Show? I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I really love that movie. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Even as an adult, I was like, gape this part. I was so scared. I was like, this is a scary film. I don't like if any like imagine your world and you're going and you start to figure things out. And these random like a dog walker and a guy reading newspaper took away your dad that you thought drowned. And then you run into this building and instead of being an elevator, it's a set. And like, yeah, I would be like, you need to lock me up. Yeah. I'd be like, I am in trouble. Something like either something is going on or I'm very much in trouble. Please help. Well, I feel like. If the context of what happened with Sylvia did not happen, 
I feel like he maybe would be having those kinds of thoughts that if he had never questioned anything until he was an adult, adult person. Mm-hmm. But, like, she said very specific things to him. Yeah. That were to indicate that, like, the world around him was not yeah. correct. But clearly he always wanted something else anyway. Like, the fact that he held so strongly to this woman. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to go to Tahiti. Yeah. Yo, that movie was real, though. I love the scene where... Oh, I feel like it's messed up how much I love this movie. Just because it's, like, really stressful. And it's, like, about... But, like, I loved this scene where she traps her in the car and is like, wait, look. Mailman. Lady on bike. Man with flowers. Every ten minutes they go on loop. And then he does the whole driving around thing where he's like... Really, just like losing his just being Jim Carrey all over the place. Yeah, just like really gymming it up. I really, uh, <laughs> I loved every time she would do an advertisement. Yes, and she's like, you really should throw out that that lawnmower and get this one. Or she's like, Coke, and he's like, who are you talking to? I was like, oh my god, I would lose it if people just started advertising things to me. I would, that would probably be an indication to me, and I would probably lose my mind. It's a horrible prank. Don't do, do you it. see the face that I'm doing? <laughs> Is it scary? Yeah. I don't want to do it. No, no you don't do it to me. It's only um, for a day. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> Why would you have my mental health? <laughs> you know Are you it. a producer of no, a reality we, show? No, because we had this talk so you would know. So it would just be funny. No. Like when we fast run around the house <laughs> no. to indicate ghosts. Yes. Well, yeah. So reality TV is bad. It is bad. It's in summation. Truman Show's great. The show on Real is great. Yeah. That movie you watched that was about reality TV was really stupid, and I don't even remember what it was called. It was just bad. Yeah. No, we don't need to talk about it. But, and then, you know, it's, I don't think it's going away, but I do hope we find ways to help people who are involved. Yeah. Part of me wants to, like, go to be, like, undercover and, like, well, s- sign an NDA, but not you know, I honestly, it honestly feels very Hunger Gamesy to me, and that's yeah. scary. And I just, I want to, I want people to be okay. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Stop mm-hmm. holding kids hostage. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. if we don't see you, good, good afternoon, afternoon, good evening, and good, good night. night. Big smile. Big smiles.